me your ears. <laughs> this nation will rise up. Welcome to the Elemental Health Podcast. Welcome back to the Elemental Health Podcast. Nick Quinton here, your host. Uh, today's episode I'm really, really excited about. Uh, it's the first time ever I've invited someone back for a round two. Um, I have got a few more people lined up that I'm going to get back on the show, but this is the first one, and it's no surprise that I've uh, invited Jeff Shubb back on the show. Um, I was completely blown away by his, his first episode, and if you haven't listened to that, then please go back and, and listen to that. He's He's known as the Urban Barefoot. Um, living down in Miami and really trying to juxtapose um, <clears throat> what, what we might consider a normal life and, and change things up and, and really uh, he's got such a refreshing look on, on life and, and really does the deep work required to bring forth his, his spiritual soul um, and it's just a joy to chat through things with him and, and kind of get his perspective um, if you're listening to this kind of in sequence in order then you'll know we're, we're having a bit of a bit of a, a crisis at the moment in the world uh, with a pandemic around corona if you're not then good <laughs> um, but uh, we, we talk about that a little bit and we, we start to, to, to discuss um, different aspects of life and and also get into some coaching models and, and how to how to kind of uh, break through um, and develop challenges that are really going to enhance your growth and enhance your development. So it's it's full, fully packed um, and ready to go. I'm really excited to have Jeff on the show. He's an awesome spirit. He's an awesome soul. This one starts slightly differently. Uh, I start with a reading because I think it's really pertinent at what's going on in the world. Um, it's a reading from from a Karen Armstrong book book about the Buddha. Um, so so bear with that and then we're straight into the conversation with Jeff and hopefully you'll enjoy the reading I'm looking forward to your feedback on that enjoy here we go without further ado Elemental Health Podcast with Jeff the Urban Barefoot one day a Brahmin found the Buddha sitting under a tree composed and contemplative his faculties were at rest his mind was still and everything about him breathed self-discipline and serenity. The sight filled the Brahmin with awe. The Buddha remained, reminded him of a tusk elephant. There was the same impression of enormous strength and massive potential brought under control and channeled into, great, into a great peace. There was discipline, restraint, and complete serenity. The Brahmin had never seen a man like that before. Are you a god, sir? He asked. No, replied Buddha. Are you being an angel or a spirit? persisted the Brahmin. Again, the answer was no. Are you a human being? asked the Brahmin, as a last resort. But again, the Buddha replied that he was not. He had become something else. The world had not seen humanity like this since the last Buddha, who had lived on earth thousands of years ago. Once he had been a god in a previous life, the Buddha explained. He had lived as an animal and as an ordinary man, but everything that had confined him to that old, unregenerative humanity had been extinguished, cut off at the root, chopped off like a palm stump, done away with. Had the Brahmin ever seen a red lotus that had begun its life underwater, rising above the pond until it no longer touched the surface? The Buddha asked, 
So I too was born and grew up in the world, he told the visitor, but I transcended the world and am no longer touched by it. By attaining Nirvana in this life, he had revealed a new potential in human nature. It was possible to live in this world of pain, at peace, in control and in harmony with oneself and the rest of creation. But to achieve this tranquility, tranquil immunity, a man or woman had to break free of his or her egotism and live entirely for other beings. Such a death to self was not darkness, however frightening it might seem to an outsider. It made people fully aware of their own nature so that they lived at the peak of their capacity. How should the Brahmin categorize the Buddha? Remember me, the Buddha told him, as one who has woken up. Jeff Shubb, welcome back to the Elemental Health Podcast. <laughs> wow. I, I, I read that yesterday. It's a book that I've been reading at the moment. And uh, I kind of just wanted to open that and kind of get your thoughts. And we're, we find ourselves in a very, very strange time. And, you know, probably we should start just by discussing, you know, what's going on, your view. Uh, wow. Um, that caught me totally off guard. And uh, thank you for that. That was a, such a beautiful uh excerpt is that from from siddhartha is that is that where it's from um it's it's karen armstrong uh, her her story of the buddha uh, that that's um what i mean no better time than now for for a piece like that and you know it, it comes at such a perfect time because honestly this week has been particularly difficult for me um i I don't know why I found myself falling back uh, into some old patterns due to all the craziness going on. And, and yesterday, um, with the help of a, of a dear new soul in my, or relatively new soul in my life, uh, I was able to see that. Um, I, I, found, I found myself look, starting to, 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 to fall back into the easy pattern of, of judging things and of, and of calling out all the, all the negativity. And, you know, the last straw was yesterday where, um, I was, I saw that there were like, um, government contractors working on bridges on this bridge nearby where we live. And I was, I just, I looked over, uh, to this woman and I said, you know, this is such BS. Like, every, they're telling us that we can't work and we can't go outside. And then obviously all the government people are out doing work and getting paid for it. And it just doesn't make any sense to me. And, uh, you know, that's and that's when, when she called me out and I was like, shit, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing the easy thing. Um, and, uh, you know, I think it started with... Um, I think it started with uh, all of the, all, honestly, all the social media back and forth. Um, it's been, it's been a really interesting time. Um, we can, we can talk about the going ons of coronavirus, but it's really how it manifests in the social network, right? I mean, the perceptions, um, how the fear is driving people to react and to take out their, it, their their fear and their emotions on other people right um which is a problem but then 
it becomes a problem when the people who they're taking it out on sort of take it back out on them. And then you start these unconscious loops of just nothing, right? Of just, you know, unconscious, low drama. Um, there's, you know, persecution, rescuing, victimization. And uh, I think that's the real problem. I mean, the world is the way it is right now. There are people who have much more say than us to make rules at will. And, you know, that's, that. there's a, it's all sort of uh, opinion, you know, what was right, what was wrong. I, I, I'm, I, I don't have fear about what's going on. I'm not, I'm not in fear of the virus. I'm not in fear of staying inside, being with myself, of, of, of not being able to go outside. I'd rather be able to go outside. And I've sort of been trying to make uh, arrangements to be in a setting where I can go outside. But um, I am sad about uh, the state that the world's going to be in in the next month, in the next months and years, following uh, such a dramatic and drastic uh, policy making and decision making, because what I realize is that there's going to be this is a small business holocaust, this is a, a economic holocaust, and for the next months and years, there you know we practice fasting and we practice minimalism. There's people who are going to be forced into this and it's not going to be easy for them. And, you know, at the end of the day, everything is for the best for each person as it comes. There's, there, there are lessons, deep, deep lessons that we're going to learn, but a lot of people are going to suffer um, through these lessons. And that's my opinion. <laughs> yeah i think i think i i i yeah, I, I feel the same um and it's interesting i got back from kilimanjaro a week ago and i always get very to my third summit and this always get very blue coming back from a mountain like that because it's a it's a very spiritual place um for for the tanzanian people it's the roof of africa and also the life you live is humbling because it's basic you know you, you you're sleeping in a tent you're getting up you're walking you're having something to eat you're walking a bit more you're sleeping that's a seven day routine that you you embed and it, it's refreshing for the mind and the soul completely um and then coming back to the real world um quote unquote uh, um quote unquote the real mm -hmm. world he you know I didn't have my phone on when I was there for seven days. It was a real detox uh, coming back. You know, you're bombarded. And especially at this time with all the Corona um, stuff going on, it just, it's, it's kind of incessant and it never ends. And it's, it's kind of, in my view, it's very fear-based. And if, if it doesn't, if it not intentionally, that's the consequence of a lot of the messaging that's going out. And also the, on the interaction that I see people having, whether it be on social media, actually, you know, in the shops that I was in this morning, you know, I just think we, we create now. It's interesting. You said you don't feel fear. Um, I've, I largely speaking, um, I'm in a very happy place. Um, but I have found myself this, the early part of this week succumbing to that fear and trying to search for information to, to, to validate my viewpoint, um, touching on what you said as well. 
And that's, that's the road to kind of nowhere where you kind of buying into fear. You're trying to find this validation in the world, which you will find no doubt, but then it's mm-hmm. not helpful. It's not progressive and it's not allowing you to develop yeah. a grow. Um, and yeah, I think the, 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 the bubble of, of kind of fear and, and that's what drives the economic downturns and, and, and the impact will, will, will go on and on and on. Um, and yes, it's, it's, it's troubling um what what's your what's your kind of kind of upside take on it what's what's did you, did you see anything as the the positives well so you know you, you you just touched on something interesting which was that you were in kilimanjaro on, on a sort of spiritual uh journey there and you said you were you came back to the real world i i'm going to i'm going to argue that you were in the real world and you're coming back to this synthetic uh cyclical uh, consumerist world that's the world that we're, we're all living in and you know the the most beautiful thing that I'm starting to take away with this is that um, you I'm starting to realize that I I'm, I might actually just be a blue fish in a tank full of green fish and and um, there are other tanks around out there there are other places there are other communities that where people have decided to do things differently and it's funny because my whole message about the urban barefoot started as you know uh uh, trying to do natural things in a in a urban environment and it's it's funny how i feel like the inevitable uh destination not that it's a a final destination but the inevitable path of somebody who starts to adopt the the mindset that I've been adopting is that you realize that this is just not made for us. And, and in order to truly live a holistic, healthy, happy life, there's gotta be a drastic change made. And so I'm starting through this process to become much more comfortable with that. I, you know, the, the, the civilized world is starting to show their true colors. It's true colors. And it's inviting me more and more to, to be comfortable moving away from that. And I'm not saying that that's for sure what's going to happen, but I'm starting to become a lot more conscious that it's possible. Um, and that's, that's a beautiful thing because sometimes it takes a very, um, it takes a weird, very weird, very drastic situation to reveal to you what you've known all along to remind you what you've known all along and um i i do also see that the world's gonna going has to start to wake up to the realities of um its relationship with with nature and the natural world and i find that to be very a very um comforting thought and then finally the realization that that governments and uh government leaders don't know, don't have the right answers. And a lot of their uh, decision-making is based on very on sort of selfish and um, economic uh, opportunities. So, yeah, I think it is a, yeah, I think it is an, an, an opportunity for people to wake up, you know, and take stock of their lives. And, and those, are, you know, that's the positive I'm drawing out of it and the conversations I'm having with, with my team, some of the organizations that I work with. Um, 
is that people are getting the opportunity now because they're on lockdown to actually reflect on their life their environment massively i think this is that that is a real mm. stop take isn't it hang on mm. do i want to spend 12 hours a day in this place or if i'm going to go for <laughs> one hour out is, is this the, the things to do so all those mechanical components i think are under review for everyone pretty much um yeah. i think that that could be a real opportunity um i think the the, the the overarching message i'm not i'm not sure everyone's getting it the overarching message that the planet is very sick um and this is an example of that again that's an opportunity for people to really take that on board um but yeah i think i think there are positives yeah you know it's funny because the the story of of nature is no different than the story of our bodies if we give if we give nature a break it it can clean itself right it can repair itself and that and we're seeing it happen in different parts of the world we're seeing like purification of water of air you know it's you, you hear these stories around the world and it's just that the the human race has been polluting faster than the earth can clean and the, the same thing happens with your body you know you we most of us pollute our bodies faster than our bodies are capable of cleaning it and we just have to take periodic breaks and, and let it do its healing work. And that's, you know, for the mind and meditation, for the body and fasting, right? It's like these things that, that, that people like you and I have been just aware, uh, uh, have become aware of, uh, and probably recently, I mean, for me, it's, you know, been over the last probably two, three years, but, um, it's it's starting to become uh, more clear for people that we're it's not you know we're not on a on a on a dead end uh, path right we just have to it, it's all cyclical but we have to let the cycle happen and for a very long time we have not been allowing that cycle to happen and so that's awesome like I love to see that people are starting to realize that we have to take take care of the planet you see a lot more people talking about it now and that's a great thing yeah and, and um i think uh, you know i think i saw you know the actual some of the chinese people in wuhan are actually you know sort of demonstrating against some of the 5g um so you mm. know things like that you know I, I see it's positive um the problem i have i think the biggest challenge and it sounds like you share this the, the, the frustration is is the central government uh, making decisions without all the information and not looking things evenly and making very snap decisions based on, well, it, it feels very much to me like it's cat and mouse between the media and the government. and that It's constantly mm -hmm. kind of back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And we never really know what's going on. Um, I'm, I'm still completely kind of undecided about this, the, the whole scenario really, as you know, I speak to my friends that are clinicians on the front line, ED doctors, ED paramedics, ED nurses. Um, and I'm still speaking to them. I can't quite get my head around the impact um, and the potential impact and, and, you know, versus what everyone's saying and, and versus the lockdown situation. So a lot of confusion. Well, you'll never see the problem is that num you're, you're getting numbers from all directions. You don't know what, which numbers are correct. Probably none of the numbers are correct. Um, there's a lot of in inflation of the storytelling, right? Um, 
there have been viruses like this in the past and never has that has there been so much con uh, social you know digital con connectivity that has propagated the fear like the, in the insanity of what's going on now and you know in in our normal lives viruses go around all the time and you get sick you get a little cold everything's okay you know you stay home for a few days and you get over it and then you keep going back to normal life i think um i was watching tony riddle's story uh yesterday and he's make he makes a great point it's like most of us are probably already immune to this thing most of us have already come come in contact with a coronavirus strain before and we our bodies are already prepared to to see it and be cool with it. I'm 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 I have a really good like I I believe in in what he's saying and I believe that um, to quarantine every single person to make us all stay home. It's that what it, what it's telling me is that this isn't about wanting to protect us from. Um, or protect the health care system or anything like that. What it really is, it's an attempt to see how much they can control us and make us all, you know, set, like what, what do you, when you conquer somebody, what do you do? You divide, right? Divide and conquer, right? This, this social distancing thing and quarantining thing, I, that's, what I, that's what I really think it is. And I know that there's, there are people out there who, who think differently and who may feel... Uh, triggered or offended by that statement, but um, you know, I invite everybody to to see their their opinion as just that an opinion, and uh, you know, I think we all have to see all the potential sides and in reviewing information on all sides of this. I really have um, I, I I'm choosing to to see that there are people who don't have our best interests in mind and to be very careful about who whose information I listen to. Yeah, my brother made a really interesting point. He's he's probably the most outspoken guy guy I know, but he's he, he's saying, um, you know, it's it's that uh, sort of undemocratic removal of rights that we've mm -hmm. seen globally uh, it's the same for you guys us guys over here um you know and there's just no choice um and that does many things to the human psyche um and subjugates us and uh, you know forces us to live inside a fear bubble waiting to be you know fed the next bit of information as to what we should do as individuals um and i think apart from you know, the, the kind of the legislative, you know, misgivings, um, what, you know, that, that we're not, we're not we're certainly guys like us. We're not, we're not used to being caged. We're not, we're not used to conforming to that, to that, uh, fearscape. Um, lots of people are unfortunately, oh. but, um, and, and I think for, you know, I think it's a real struggle, actually. I think, you know, it's no surprising that I've been on a, on a real roller coaster the last few days trying to get my head around all the numbers and diving into it and, and then saying, no, I don't, um, because it's just, it's just self-perpetuating bubble. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, just to have a more meta conversation about all of this, it's like, um, how do you feel about being told what you're allowed and not allowed to do? Yeah. You know what? What's what are the motivations? You think? I mean, 
they say that they're oh they're that that they're trying to take care of us they're trying to make sure that they don't overburden the the healthcare system i don't know i don't know how i don't i just don't know how i feel about that i don't know i don't know how i feel about living in a world where i have no control over what i what i think how i feel where i get to go and not go it just doesn't that doesn't really you know in the natural world it doesn't play out that way it's uh feels very orwellian doesn't it in in some regards but <laughs> when you frame it like that you know yeah. um it yeah. really does yeah okay let's 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 kind of turn the page because <laughs> there's 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 lots of you know there's lots i want to talk to you about um so you know be- bearing in mind the situation that we're in what's you know let's get tactical so you, you you're on a journey we're, we're all on a journey um you you've embedded some incredible habits you've really focused on foot health barefoot walking engaging with nature um now as we as we speak now 10 months on from our last conversation what are your fundamentals your foundations to to health mind spirit um so that yeah, actually that's a great point i haven't worn a pair of shoes in God knows how long, which has been a one, one really great thing about all of this. Like having to not go to an office or meet with people in person means you don't have to conform to anybody's uh, perceptions about how we should dress. So that yeah, makes it true. really, yeah. that makes it really fun. Um, more and more diving into uh, living naturally, meaning not relying on anything extrinsic, um, not relying on, on products, not relying on on stuff, uh, shedding more and more, getting rid of stuff, uh, opening my mind to, to possibilities, to ideas. I mean, that's, that, those are my habits, you know, not doing anything too much, not, uh, I mean, I'm talking about everything, not, not seeing at, at every moment in time, what are the things that I'm leaning on for my well-being and releasing them whether it be, you know, even like this might sound strange, but even showering so often, right? Like even what, what surface I sleep on, I, I, I slept on, I, I was sleeping on the floor and um, now with, with this quarantine, things have gone a bit complicated and I, I don't have the option so much to, to sleep on different surfaces, but I, I'm, I, it's, I'll always becoming more conscious of what are the things that I'm, I am relying on that may not be uh, available to me and, and trying to shed them, including thoughts, um, people, right. And, and not in a, not in a, when I say people, it's not like, not like getting rid of people, but realizing that I cannot rely on any, anything but myself. Uh, and that's, and that's an important thing. And, you know, I, like I was saying, I recently um, met an, an amazing person that's in my life. And it's funny the way we came together because we're both in that state of knowing that we only need ourselves. And so we choose to, uh, we, we're choosing to move together through this world, but not, but knowing that it's not that we need each other, but that we just, we help, we help elevate each other. We challenge each other. You know, we've in, since we, since we started, um actually it's funny because it's, it's kind of like it's synced up with the quarantine like there was like a few weeks before that we were really connecting and then the quarantine happened we've been together we've, we've done fasting together we've done we've gone done cold plunges together uh we're transitioning the footwear 
together <laughs> um, and you know meditating and 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 doing plant medicine ceremonies together and it's you know it's a, it, constantly looking at trying to bring uh dig up the traumas dig up the past and uh and resolve it and it's been it, it's this again this quarantine has been fantastic it's been difficult but it's been but that's 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 where the beauty is it's in the it's in the difficulty it's in the challenge um and uh yeah that's like you know i i the the funny thing about habits is that i i don't really have habits in the sense of things that i do every single day um my habit is not having habits my habit is not falling into a pattern not falling into a routine routine for me routine is death routine is um a, it's a, it's a it's a loss of a day because if one day is the same exact way as the day before then it's not then that's just one day and so you you get and that's this is just my in my own right uh, opinion and perception of the world but you know we wake up every day it's like what are we going to do today you know what's a, what's what's the world going to be like today and it's exciting and and um you know some people may think that that's that it, that's not sustainable but it's i think you know again th th those are constructs and and it is sustainable and to the point where we're starting to explore like i said like what where are there potentially other um communities and and places where we can um feel like the people there are more in tune with with this with with these mindsets and um at the same time also connecting more deeply with community i think since you know two years ago i started to make this transition in my life to more natural living and uh that included uh shedding some people in my life that really weren't serving me and that included like my close group of friends which i started to wake up to the fact that it was just a lot of um, conversations that that weren't really productive and it was just the same thing over and over again so i i went off on a journey to to re to rediscover myself and you know through that process that you start to figure out who you really are then you once you've established that foundation then you can start to connect with people who you know are also on that you know on that path of of uh discovery and of that of dedication to their process and so i've really started to develop a strong community now over the last yeah i mean year um and that's all started to manifest and you know a group of people who are dedicated to their to their growth and who challenge themselves and in that um enjoy challenging each other um started to to form a men's group that you know all about divine masculine and figuring out how to bring the feminine and masculine together to within all of us to, you know, elevate and, and, and uh, be in full sort of awareness of situations and, and pull from whatever is necessary uh, for those different moments. Um, yeah. <laughs> Community challenge, uh, breaking patterns, healing traumas, that's what it's all what it's all been about yeah man that sounds good i, I love I, I love the the update on your journey i really do it sounds like <laughs> you're in a, it sounds like you're in a wicked place um 
despite in spite of the madness in the world um, and everything that's going on, you're making the most of it, which is fantastic to hear. Um, and so I, I, I want to kind of flip the flip the, the lens onto a, a mythical third person in the conversation um, and get your insight, really, I guess, um, which is that why I led you in with kind of what, you, what are your kind of routines and habits, which, you know, you, you, you outlined. Um, and I, I, I love the fact that you, you kind of, that you, you've, you've attained, in my mind, you've attained this level of freedom that kind of allows you to kind of unburden yourself from having a real uh, doctrine, right? I get up at 5 a.m., I meditate, you know, do, this is what I have to do, exercise, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I think that's, that's aspirational for lots of people. Um, me included um but but so if, they, if there was a third person in the room um that and you mentioned constructs and breaking down constructs how, how would you guide someone to kind of i know you can't lead a horse to water but the, but the journey the um the journey of discovery there are kind of key helpful you know components that you can help people with what what would be your kind of your version of of, of helping someone who kind of put their hand up and said look I, I know my life isn't what i want um my my work isn't you know what's what do i how do i at a meta level what do i need to start thinking about yeah that's actually a, something that i think about really often you know, because um, we have all of these tools, right? So all of these, so the fasting, the cold therapy, these are all ways to challenge yourself, to reveal to yourself um, that you're capable of so much more than, than you thought, right? And, and that's how you start to break uh, constructs. So the one, one construct is, I don't like cold water. I'm not good with cold water right? That's a construct. So you break. And once you start, once you break one construct, then you sort of, you can start to get into the habit of, of uh, calling up those constructs and calling up those patterns and those um, assumptions you have about yourself that aren't necessarily true. So um, what I, what I've, what I've come to, I've come to the conclusion that it's just like, pick, pick one thing. And, and usually it's, it's probably good to start with something simple, right? Like what is, what is one thing that you believe about yourself that through some very simple uh, tactic you can break, right? So uh, for, for my, uh, my, my, what are, what are we going to call her? I call her my queen now, so we'll call her my queen. So for my, for, for my queen, you know, one of, one, of her, one of her big things was that she had never had a break from eating ever in her life, you know. Um, and it was, that, was a, that was a big construct that, like, she, that she couldn't go through it, but she's also in the habit of breaking constructs. So we did a three-day fast together, and it was, that's probably a bit – extreme but when you're when you're like in in a sort of quarantine environment you can just have it's you just have fun with it right like let's see let's try this and let's see what if, if it works and having someone who's done it before helps to make it seem more possible and not only having one person who's done it before but knowing many people who have done this right is a great way of becoming comfortable with the thought of trying it so, you know, pick one thing, whatever it is, whatever you're uncomfortable with. I, one of the, 
one of the um, sayings or, or concepts that has come into my awareness is that, you know, if you like to go fast, go slow. If you like to go slow, go fast, right? Try what makes you uncomfortable. Just see what happens. And um, that's, I think that's, that's really the, the, where, where you want to try to move somebody is into a state of challenging themselves and try doing things that are uncomfortable to them. Mm, I love it. Great answer. And um, I know, I know the audience is going to find that massively helpful. Um, I, I, last time we spoke, some, lots of things stuck in my mind from our conversation. You blew my mind. Um, and, and, you know, I, I encourage anyone who, who's catching up now on this episode to go back and listen to that first, one of the very first episodes I recorded of the podcast. Um, but particularly one thing you said, which I wanted to come back on and maybe we can reframe it into what's going on in the world today. Um, is you said i'm going to paraphrase you um you said wherever there is conflict there is no truth um and that just like stuck a nail through through my head and 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 it's still been there every single day since we last spoke um what's your take on that now with what's going Mm. on in the world what's what's the update yeah that's that that thought has been has has gone deep into my into my being um and i catch myself um in any moment that i'm in having a discussion with someone and we're sort of going back and forth about you know i'm just like okay um this is we're we're just we have not gone deep enough right we've not gone we've we've not gone deep enough into the 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 root of of the issue so talking that's you know just for for anybody who hasn't heard about this you know if you're if you're having a discussion about nutrition and you're having an argument about whether having meat or having or being vegan is is correct you're never going to get to the root of you're never going to get to the end of that discussion because there's like you said there's data on either side to argue about this all day and all night but one thing that you cannot deny is that eating natural food is better than eating not natural food. You can never, you can you can never uh, pose the 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 argument that eating non natural food is better than eating natural food. So eating, we're, we're clear about that, right? Eating natural food is better. Um, in this um, time, one thing that you cannot argue is that keeping connections with humans is better. Um, being connected to other humans, um, you can never argue that, that that's not good for us. There's no there's there, there's no data, data point that could ever prove that that uh, being disconnected from humans is better than being connected with humans. <clears throat> I'm talking about it in a general sense, not not specifically. Um, I actually haven't thought about this, so I'm, I'm happy that you brought this up because it's definitely a great thought experiment about what are the real truths uh, in this current moment. Um, I think, uh, you know, not, there's no doubt that, that um, staying out of fear is better for your health. Um, that fear drives a lot of this uh, a lot of the the issues, m- most of the issues probably that are going on right now, and most of the health issues, because when you're in a state of fear, uh, you're releasing 
you're, you're, you're immune, you're releasing uh, certain hormones that drop your immune system and make you more susceptible to disease. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's fear is a, is a nasty thing all around. And it's, um, it's, it's, it's probably something that, that people should, should look to free themselves from. Um, you know, it's, there's this book that keeps coming into my mind that I read recently, which I was, I was in Costa Rica at the foot collective uh, retreat and, um, this guy, Tim from caveman strong was there. And we were talking about the book, uh, conversations with God that he was currently reading. And I had read, and I, it was one of the books that really blew my mind. And he gave me this book and he said, I, I think, I think, uh, I was meant to give you this book. Uh, cause he was, he had just finished reading and it was called freedom from the known, uh, by Krishna Murti. And, um, this book, um, as soon as I picked it up and started reading it, I, I basically couldn't stop. And, uh, I, I basically, uh, spent three hours in the middle of Costa Rica at, in the, in pitch black, like in the middle of nowhere, waiting for this shaman to come pick me up, to give me a ride to, to another location I was going to. It was like a six hour car ride. And I literally sat there in the middle of the dark, not knowing anything about my surrounding with my, with my phone light shining on this book. And I read this book and um, basically what he talks about is exactly what we've just been sort of dancing around, which is that, um, freedom from the known means freedom from thinking that you know anything and freedom from thinking that anybody else knows anything, um, you know, anything at all. So when you, um, if, if you follow the teachings of anybody else, you're not free. If you totally follow the teachings of anybody other than yourself, you're, you're living in a construct, right? You're living in a, in a cage. And, um, that's been really, that that's touched me in a very deep way because, um, it sort of sheds a light on, on things I've thought a lot about, but haven't had language to put around. So, you know, I've, I've never really agreed with religion, with any religions fully. I've never looked, I've, I've seen that, you know, I've always grabbed little pieces of, of people's teachings and left the rest. So kind of what I call anti-disciplinary, meaning I don't, I don't follow any one discipline. I just take what, what makes sense to me and I leave the rest. And the funny thing about that is that nobody can ever tell you that you're right or wrong, right? Like nobody could tell you that, 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 that the way that you're doing things is wrong. Um, all the only thing that, that you can know is that whatever you choose for you is, is right for you. And, and, and if you choose all of somebody else's thing, it, then that's not really you, is it? Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. yeah I'm that, that's interesting. I've made a note of those books and I'm, I'm definitely going to, a conversation with God I've, I'm familiar with, but the, the freedom from the known sounds really interesting. And I, I, I echo the same. I've, I recently um, listened to an audio, um, the five levels of attachment by Don Miguel Ruiz about um, is about Toltec, um, the Toltec teachings and exactly what you just said, you know, if you're attached to a, a religious doctrine, whatever it might be, any sort of, um, framework then it's an attachment 
it is an attachment you're still at level two and below more like three four five versus level one which is is, is the, the truth within you um and that's yeah man <laughs> it's good good shit yeah, I, so that's uh, that's one of the things is inviting people to find the truth within them right people the thing is people who don't know where to turn will so easily if people who are feeling lost will so easily and so quickly attach themselves to some some other thing so so these so this guy tim uh, who gave me the book you know he was an Edo portal guy right and Edo and and i don't you know i want to be very careful because I have a lot of respect for Ido Portal, but there are a lot of people who have made their lives about him. And he, he has also made it very easy for people to make their lives about him. Um, and those people, it's like, what are you, who, what, you have no control, you have no power. There's a gym locally down here um, where the, the guy who runs it is not allowed to do anything that's not under the guidelines of, of, of Ido. And it's, it's like, is that freedom? Is that, is that living? Uh, I mean, I don't, I, it may very well be, and he, he may be very well, very happy doing it. Um, I just see that. Um, and it, you know, in the movement world, it's become a lot of that. Right. So like, you know, I'm an animal flow guy or I'm a, you know, I'm a, this guy or that guy. And, and, I, I love when there's people who take little bits and pieces of all of them and they incorporate it in their training and they don't get the master, super master ultra certification and like just do that and nothing else. Um, it, it's sort of like you got to create your own mixtape, right? That's, that's what this world life's all about. It's about seeing all the things that are interesting to you that you're passionate about and then blending them together in your own unique way that's 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 yeah and no, I'm, I'm that guy as well the, the guy that that kind of tries to take everything a little bit of everything bruce lee said said something along those lines i don't know the exact quote but yeah, yeah. he's, he's yeah, yeah. Some, i i know i know yeah something, <laughs> it's been called up before and i can't i don't recall the exact line um, but yeah so uh, yeah and, and that's exactly and that's that's exactly the way i try and coach as well is is kind of not obviously give people my blended approach, but allow them to develop their own um, blueprint is, is the word I use their own, their own way of doing things. Um, and the, the, the big part of that, and the, this is what I see, you know, this what's going on in the wider world is specifically pertinent to this is because you don't, but people are just uh, allowing decisions to be made for them. And, and there's, 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 you know, we spoke about last time that doctor patient relationship that's very broken that the lack of accountability ownership. Um, and, and that's such a fundamental part of who we are as humans. Um, I think, yeah, in order to go back to what you were saying about growth and, and, and challenge, you've got to understand that you need to take ownership and, and you be the person who drives it forward. Um, yeah. So it's, 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 it's interesting. Yeah. Like you, you know, are you going to be a zoo animal, right? Or are you going to, or are you just going to be out in the wild? Right. That's, that's the question that, and some people, some people want to be zoo animals and that's fine. Right. That's okay too. It's, it's, but you, but you have to be, you have to make that, make it a conscious choice, not an unconscious choice, right? Mm -hmm. Be fully aware of, of the, what's, what's, what situation you're in and what decisions you're making. 
I think is very important. Yeah. And I think, yes. And the deep work required for, of every individual to, to ask themselves those questions. I think that's, that's the, the, the component that people really need to get their head around um, and understand there isn't a quick fix buy off the shelf approach to, to your life. You know, you need to sit down, go through your past traumas, go through the conflicts that you've got, go through the attachments um, and all those components are going to, going to allow you to do the deep work to, to, mm. to find the answers. Exactly. Jeff, uh, it seems like a, a natural juncture to kind of draw this to a close. Um, it's been incredible speaking to you and, and kind of getting your view on what's going on in the world. And, and you know, the, the, the question I asked you before, which I asked all my guests, was kind of what does health mean to you? I'm not going to ask you the same question, but um, what the question I'd, I'd reframe it to if there was a third person in this conversation um what would you say to them in in, in, in guiding them to find their own health yeah. um, i would just say that that i hope that you know that whatever decision you make for yourself in 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 full conscious awareness is the right choice no matter what and let yourself be guided by your own sense of what's right and wrong because at the end of the day there is no point um, and there is no, there is no right or wrong. There is just what you feel and in you being fully, uh, comfortable and proud and conscious of who you are is where you're going to find the right, the right answers and, and the full, the full scope of health for yourself. I think that's where I've, where I've really gotten. And I thank you for all these amazing questions because <laughs> I, I, I'm really on, you got me on my toes thinking hard in these, in this, uh, in these sessions. So thank you. Um, that's not my intention. <laughs> that's not my intention. I, and also Perfect. I don't, I don't script the questions. I have some ideas in my head, but I, I try not to script it. So I, I want it to be a real conversation for the audience. Um, so, you know, I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. And it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because I also try not to script my life, you know, and I try to take, um, a, a hard look at, every question and not just have like a scripted answer for every question. Whereas, you know, that's sort of what happens a lot of times. And, and every time a question comes up, I just try to feel like what is, what, what's, what's coming up for me in those moments. Um, and, and again, how I can keep breaking more constructs and more, more uh, assumptions about, about how the world should be. Or, yeah. That's and, good. And, that's, that is and, the way. And, and get to the root, right? Get get past what is what is um, debatable and down to the to the fundamental truths, which you know is it's all about, or I've come to realize it's all about um, feeling empowered, uh, feeling proud of who you are, feeling um, knowing that that it's only about how you perceive your life in the world and knowing that everything that happens in this life was meant for you in one way or another. And so taking, you know, taking it as it, as it comes and, and adapting, I think yeah. that's, it's, it's so much fun this way. It is, it is. And, and I think, you know, that's, that's why I want to sort of encourage people to take this opportunity 
to, to, to really do some deep work, you know, take the time that they've got to do the deep work, turn the phones off, you know, turn the internet off and just, um, just try and work out how what's going on in the wider world is, is affecting your psychology and, and how, how you can actually do the deep work required to, to, to come, come up with some of the answers to, to the bits that we've been talking about today. Um, from, from, from me, personally it's it's a really tricky situation because i feel you know coming back from um tanzania i feel very strong um i initially felt a very strong pull to go back into clinical practice whether that be on the ambulances or into hospital or, or, or somewhere else um and you know obviously that was 10 10 days ago uh, nine days ago um I, you know, I'm still kind of grappling with those decisions um, or do I go headlong into, into what I was going into anyway or do something completely different? And, and it's, it's a time of, time of change for lots of people. Yeah, just know that you're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to do whatever, literally whatever you want, whenever you want. And, you know, before you can go out and start connecting with uh, other people, ideas, uh, businesses, like just be comfortable and confident with who you are and know, know who, know who, you know, you never know fully who you are, but know what, what, you know, what matters to you. And then from that place of, of, of wholeness of self, then you, then you're going to find everybody that, you know, you're meant to find. And, uh, another book, uh, I'm reading now called, it's called the untethered soul. It's been really, really powerful. That's yeah. Yeah. I'm familiar with that one. That is, yeah. uh, is, is, is opening a box. It really is. I mean, he describes that in terms of the house being shut up uh, in the book, but um, that it does really, I think of all the, all the kind of literature that I've read around growth and spiritual development, um, that might not have been the most insightful version, book that I've read, but for me, it really unpacked it nicely. Um, yeah. And there's nowhere to you know, it makes you confront yourself. Yeah. Using very simple language, you know, and you know, I'm, I'm, I was reading recently about the thorn, you know, having a, the analogy of having a thorn in your arm. And it's like, yeah, are you going to, you, you can either let it, you know, protect it and cover it and let it rule your life, or you can just pull it out and keep moving, like let it go and keep moving. Right. And that's the whole thing. It's like, okay, so you, you just got back. You don't know if you want to go into clinical practice or you want to go do something else. You go back to clinical practice and you realize that that's that, oh, like actually this is not making me happy. Okay, pull it out. Keep moving. Who cares, right? Who cares is the, is the whole, I think is the whole point. It's like, ask yourself, like, who cares, yeah. right? And like, are you going to stick to a decision you made just because you feel like you have to be consistent with that decision and otherwise people are going to think that you're, you know, you're inconsistent, like, okay, even that, like, who cares, right? Nobody's, there's no, you're not like, um, what's that movie with Jim Carrey that he's, uh, that uh, everybody watches him on TV, like his whole oh, the life. The Truman is, Show. The, the Truman Show, right, like, there's no Truman Show. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, and it's interesting, and that, that's it, that thorn analogy is really interesting because my, my 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 you know when i start to unpick the oh i should be going to help with the crisis in clinical practice whatever it might be um i start to unpick that kind of hero analogy that i've always held myself up to and like okay well you know what was where does that come from and and surely i've I, you know if, there, if there's a box to tick i've ticked that do you know what i mean it's it's yeah it's it's, it's doing that deep work and, and not just kind of not being reactionary 
Yeah, if there's a good time to sound the alarms within you, it's when you use the word should. <laughs> if, there's, yeah. if, there, if there's a good time of should, have to, need, right? Those are words that they, they sound alarm, like the alarm bells start going off within me. It's like, okay, time to check in with myself. Time, to, <laughs> time out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. Jeff, man, it's been awesome. Um, I want to respect your time and I just say thank you very much. Um, any parting words, let people know where they can get in touch with you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, first of all, at the conversations with you are always so incredible and I'm really grateful for them uh, to find me. It's the urban barefoot on Facebook and Instagram. Those are where I do my, most of my work, mostly on Instagram. Um, I'm always willing to have a conversation, reach out. Um, and, uh, yeah, let's chat. Let's, uh, let's unpack. <laughs> Thank you very much. Cool, man. There we go, round two with Jeff. Please do connect with Jeff at the Urban Barefoot, Urban Barefoot, um, and also connect with me. Give me your feedback on the show. As always, I really value your support. So thank you for checking in and listening to this episode. Feedback. Let us know how you found it. Um, what was of value to you? What you want to hear more of? Um, you can also find out more about my coaching uh, and what I'm doing in that space, health and fitness, and see if you meet the criteria um, to be one of my guys. So um, you can go to elementalhealth.co uh, and check that out but please check back in share this podcast with someone else and give us a review on itunes or wherever you listen to podcasts it really does help um, support and grow the movement and it'll mean that i keep doing more of this thank you very much